Welcome to Insights, a podcast from Haley Marketing built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. Whether we're talking about marketing trends or what's working right now for staffing and recruiting firms across North America, we're here to share our insights on how you can stand out, stay top of mind, and sell more. Let's get to the show. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are you feeling this week, buddy? We're doing well, Brad. How are you? I'm good. Matt, I'm doing really well. We got August upon us, mm-hmm. so we're almost in like the heart of the end of summer, right? And it, it, it's interesting, right? Like we're near, it's hot. It's very hot in Buffalo. Dog days of summer. But- Fall and football season is rapidly approaching. They're approaching, but summer is not over. We don't. We it's don't, not. We're not going to take it out back and bury it, which I feel like a lot of people <laughs> no. are saying. I actually <laughs> heard from a a parent of my daughter uh, at the end of June, Brad. Like school was over, and she said summer is almost over. I was like, it what? literally started two days ago, but whatever. Yeah. Um. No. In the north, we don't. squeeze out as much as we can of summer. Yes. And. Yes. Fall weather is much better than spring weather because it's not as wet. So you can enjoy it longer and really have a nice time. I used to be all in on team summer. I have since been changed. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a born again fall enthusiast. Sure. I love, love fall. Love fall. Um I'm here for it, man. I'm here for football. I got a new smoker. I'm here for really good just food all around. I'm in for family time on the weekends in the fall. I'm in for every single part of it. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm even in for fall and pumpkin drinks. I'm ready. Oh. I'm not ready to commit to summer being over because I do love a good summer beer. But give me all of the pumpkin spice lattes that you can find. We'll let that go. Um, but from the team here at Insights, everyone enjoy the rest of your summer. Squeeze out as much enjoy as you it. can and, and have fun. Enjoy it. Matt, let's get to the show. Let's go. Instagram is making changes, or are they? When we think about Instagram, Instagram started as a platform where you could post your pictures, you could post almost like a glorified, uh, let's call it photo album, right? You could post what was going on in your world, your friends, your family members, anyone could see it that you followed, that you were connected to, they could see that post. Well, let's fast forward quite a bit now. The current Instagram, inundated with ads, inundated with what they think you want to see, inundated with video. Matt, we were looking at this the other day, and Adam Moseri, head of Instagram, had a video that he put out out on Instagram, on Twitter, I assume on the Instagram, Facebook page, whatever, just across Instagram, where he said that, let me actually back up for a second, Matt, he basically addressed the critics head on, which I love first off, but he had made a comment that there's a reason why you on Instagram are no longer just seeing posts from friends or family member. And it's because they want to show you the content that they think you want to see. And Matt, the more that I started to think about this, the more that I started to think it through, the more I agree with them. And the more I understand how a social platform works. I, want to see good, captivating, fun content. Matt, I don't necessarily see your Facebook posts anymore because I never commented on them, I never engaged with them, I never really clicked like or anything, so I don't see them anymore. 
man, I got away from myself. I started thinking about Instagram. I started thinking about Adam here. And I think I got us away from the main point here is that Instagram is evolving. Instagram's changing. And Matt, I need you to get us back to where we were going to go with this segment because Matt, in 97 episodes, I don't know that I ever got as scattered as I just did there in the last minute. Well, there's a lot here. Um, and that's probably why you got scattered. It's right. Instagram's evolving, right? Instagram started as a, a photo app. We, we shared great photos because when it was created, wasn't really that type of app um, for social media. Facebook was, you know, friends, conversation. Twitter was, well, more direct conversation, news. And then Instagram came. And phones weren't really, this is right out, I think, probably not great with video. High quality video wasn't. I don't even know if you could do video. You couldn't, but even like the, the, the technological device we viewed Instagram sure, on sure. wasn't great with video. So now it's videos evolving and it started to do more and more video, which is fine. But I think what's interesting is these algorithms, Facebook, Instagram, are going to push more content from your behavior and not content from your followers, your friends' connections. I think that's the big part here that's really interesting to me. And I don't know which way it's going to go because social's changing a little bit. So what type of content will the algorithm show and will people really care? So thinking like a marketer, Instagram wants you to stay on Instagram as long as possible. How do they do that? They serve you content that they think you want to see. How do they know what you want to see? They know what you're looking at. They know how long you're looking at it. They know what you're clicking like on. They know what you're sharing. And as a result, they serve you more of that. So if you as the Instagram user, are sending your friends funny memes, golf pictures, whatever might be coming up, and you're sending those in Instagram DMs, or you're clicking like, or you're tagging people in it, you're sending a signal to Instagram of, hey, show me more of this because I like it. So that's where Instagram's going, Matt. They're, they're trying to give you the best platform based on what you want to see because they want you to stay on there longer. It's just like, like an ESPN or an MTV or a CBS or whatever, they want to put on the programming that's going to get the audience to stay there the longest. Otherwise, you're going to go somewhere else. So Instagram is trying to get you to stay there. And that's why they're not showing you as many pictures of your friends or family members because you're not commenting on it. You're not engaging with it. You're sending pictures of stupid cats and dogs to your friends. And as a result, they're going to show you more cats and dogs. It's fascinating how it's evolved because that's not where it started. That's what I think it's is really not. interesting is... It, it, but that's how social has evolved. And we're coming back to TikTok again, but that's what TikTok does. The algorithm's spot on. And even it shows you content you engage with, how long you, you viewed it, as Brad said. But then also, mm -hmm. I'm a little scattered, but before, right before this episode, I was on Facebook during lunch and yep. the five reels were all on how to improve your golf swing, Brad. Literally all five of, of them it, in my feed because were. one, bad golf swing, two, I keep watching yep. them. So that's the perfect yeah. example of what's happening here. Yeah, and 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 we've talked on insights. I'm going to get this back to where we wanted to go with this. I, again, 97 episodes. I don't know that I ever got as lost as I just did there for a second. We've talked on insights before about how Facebook is going to show you the content that you engage with that you want to see. I know the example that we used, I'm super into sports cards. So my Facebook feed is flooded with different groups of sports cards. I don't see posts from friends or family members anymore because that is the content I engage with. Instagram is going to do the same thing because they're a publicly traded company. 
when they launched and they were a private company and they didn't have to appease shareholders, they could be whatever they wanted to be. Now they need to collect as much ad revenue as possible because they have to pay shareholders and their stock needs to trend upward. Of which case, Matt, I don't know where Meta's headed right now. I, I couldn't begin to tell you what the market looks like right now. But Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, assume they're all TV stations. They want you to stay there as long as possible and not go to the other one. So in doing so, they're going to show you more content that they think you want to see. Now, what does that mean for staffing and recruiting firms? It means that your content's probably getting buried by everything else, just like on your feed, other content is getting buried, right? It's the exact same thing. How can we manipulate that? How can we edit that? We need to have great content. We need to have content that cuts through the clutter. We need to have captivating content. We need to have great imagery. We need our team members to engage with the content just to send a signal to the robots that are Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, whatever it might be. Hey, this content matters. The more that you can have that snowball effect of, hey, people are commenting on this. People are engaging with it. People are enjoying this. The more it will be seen by other people. We can influence that. If you are seeing your company's social posts and you're like, ah, eh, cool post, and all you're doing is looking at it, that's not enough. Comment on it, like it, share it, send it to somebody else, send it to a candidate, send it to a prospect, engage with it. Try to work against the algorithm by, in a way, manipulating the algorithm. Matt, I think I got us there. I wanted to talk about Instagram. I wanted to talk about where Instagram's going, where Instagram's headed. I don't want this to be a, the sky is falling type of segment where at this point I'm saying we all need to abandon Instagram because they're only going to show you content that they think you want to see instead of content from your feed. But that's where it's going. And when we think about why we talk on insights, sure, I got a little lost there for a minute and you know, that's going to happen every now and again. But at the end of the day, we're here to share you our takes on where social digital recruitment marketing are headed for Instagram. That's it. For Facebook, that's it. You got to have captivating content that wants to be seen by other people, that other people enjoy, that they engage with. Otherwise, frankly, it's going to get buried. Matt, I had a great, great call the other day with a client that talked about what to do when you have an absolute all-star candidate. How do you get that person in front of prospects or even current clients? So we were on the phone, we were talking, and they had said, you know, Brad, I know we're doing some marketing with you and the team. I know we're doing quite a bit, but we have a, a challenge right now. We have an absolutely incredible candidate and we want to shop that candidate to our clients, to our prospects. We want to get them in front of as many people as possible because truly they could be placed by the afternoon. We just need some marketing to help us do it. So Matt, I wanted to use this segment and this time to think about if you have absolutely the perfect candidate, you're looking at resumes this afternoon or you have a phone interview this afternoon or shoot, somebody stops by your office and you leave that conversation or you leave that review thinking, wow, this person is perfect. What do you do? How do you get them in front of prospects? How do you get them in front of clients? Where do you go from Matt Lozar, the all-star on a resume to actually placing that person today? Matt, get it started. I think you need a process and a plan because okay. if speed's vital, then mm -hmm. we don't want to be coming up with that process in the plan when speed is vital. Because if sure. Matt comes into Brad Steffing and you see it at 11 a.m. and you're spending the next two hours figuring out what to do, not executing that, then you're 
behind the eight ball. So I think that's where it starts is, okay, awesome candidate comes in. What do we do now? And probably do we have a job order for them? We more than likely do, right? 10, 11 million, uh, 10, 11 job openings out there. There there's, there's openings for Matt, the all-star candidate. I like this example. And sure. Um, then you go through your process. I think, you know, is there an email you can send out? Do you have a template you could send out? Do you have a graphic maybe really quickly? I think would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be where I, I think my first step is have a little template. Maybe you can get a headshot, draw my headshot in there, two or three bullet points. You know, here's Matt. Here's some reasons why he's awesome and attach the resume, send it out to yeah. whichever client or clients would be a good fit. Email was the first thing that I thought of as well because it's just general communication. But I, I I like the process idea, and that's where my head went too. Is how do you have sort of, you know, six or seven templates that you might use for when this happens, and maybe it's you know a subject line of you have to meet this candidate, or Matt, this candidate made me think of you, or hey, you might not be hiring, but Matt is perfect for Haley Marketing, or you know want to grab a coffee and chat about Matt the perfect candidate for Haley marketing. Um, how can you use email to directly reach out to your clients, your database? Very, very segmented though. The, the individuals that would be perfect for, I'm sorry, the, the clients that would be perfect for this individual. How do you reach out and directly say, Hey, I have the perfect candidate for you. They will not be here by the end of the weekend. We got to act now, whether or not you're hiring, you got to find a spot for Matt because he's an all-star and here's why let's chat by the end of the afternoon. Otherwise I'm sorry. He's probably going to be gone. Email was the first place that I went. The other way that you could take that is in mail, use LinkedIn and actually reach out uh, to people. And, and this could be clients or this could be prospects. This could be a very, very good way to prospect thinking through reaching out to prospects on LinkedIn or email and saying, maybe you're not working with Haley marketing. I'm using us as an example, just cause it's easy, but Hey Matt, I have a perfect digital marketing professional that would be perfect for Haley marketing. Have a second to chat. I think that's a great outreach because you know, my business, you know who I am, you know what I'm looking for. That feels like very, very good outreach instead of just, Hey, can I help with your staffing needs? I had a moment of inspiration here and thinking about this. Let's think about, I'm going to go back to Talk real to estate us. again and create the yeah. urgency. So sure. what do they do? They get a new listing, a new house, put it up on social. This house won't last. You need to call us now. You yeah. could do that. You could also, I'm thinking a text option needs to be in here. Maybe you can come up with the text group. I don't know the easiest way to do that. You know, blast out 25, 50 numbers. Hey, we have an awesome candidate. You know, they could probably work for you tomorrow or Monday or whatever the time frame is, depending on yeah. the industry. I think yeah. getting to those people quickly is is vital. And email could be great. Pick up the phone and call, of course. Everyone's probably screaming at their podcast players telling us that now. But we're thinking of other ways to yeah. market too because also where you're probably also getting with this, Brad, is yeah, you have the candidate today, Matt, who's awesome. You want to create that, that momentum going forward of, oh, Absolutely. Brad Staffing Agency has an awesome candidate. And then twofold, one, Maybe more clients, current or prospective clients say, oh, Brad's got a lot of great candidates. We should be working with him more. Two, yes. candidate could be like, ooh, Brad Staffing Agency has a lot of awesome candidates, a lot of employer branding that I like. I want to go work for them. So that's where you're creating the short-term effect, but also the long-term momentum play. 
That's exactly it. It's exactly it. You're reaching out about that one person, hoping to spark a fire for the, the, the future job orders. And if you're prospecting, it's not enough to just say, hey, we're a staffing firm. This is what we do. Can we help with your staffing? Everybody is doing that. But I, I truly think if if we lean into Matt's sense of urgency, we're not doing that enough. I know darn well that we're not in 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 job advertisements or in job listings saying, you know, this role will be filled by end of day Friday. You need to apply now. We're not doing that. From an email standpoint, I don't know many companies who are saying we're reviewing applications this afternoon. If you want to be considered for this position, you need to apply by, you know, 5 p.m., we're not doing that with clients or, or, or prospects or you know the the individuals that we're trying to place. Urgency is critical. Otherwise, people are just going to wait and they're going to think, ah, oh, you know, my job's all right. I don't need to apply to this. I don't need to go through the motions. I'm doing okay as I am. So yeah, I would start with email. I'd start with phone calls. I start with texting. I start with email, and then it's building the ecosystem around that. So it's using remarketing. It's using PPC. It's using social media to where now your prospects, your clients are back into the, oh shoot, Matt had a great candidate for me. They continue to see your ads. They continue to see your social push. They continue to see your messaging. They continue to come to your website and get remarketed to afterwards. We're using that first shot of uh, you know gas on the fire to get people in through a, uh, one of your most placeable candidates. And then we're getting them to consistently come back. We're getting them to consistently come back to you instead of your competition because, like Matt said, they know you have the better candidates. We need to create that sense of urgency. Matt, the only other thing that I had thought about that we wanted to talk here is thinking through the talent showcase, right? So it is a, a, a product here that we offer at Haley Marketing where we're showcasing top talent directly on your website so that you can effectively skill market your top talent, your top candidates to prospects where prospects can say, hey, I can see what skills these individuals have and I can request a chat to learn more about Matt or learn more about Brad. If you're actively shopping your team members, or not your team members, I'm sorry, your candidates, your applicants, it's a great way to feature them on your website. And as people apply to jobs on their, your website, they should then have the ability to go over and join your talent showcase or reach out to you and say, hey, I'd love to be featured here as well. Matt, for me, we need to, and you said it perfectly, we need to have a process around what happens if the absolute perfect person walks through our door. How do we get them placed tomorrow? And then we use that process for our top, what, 15 to 20% of the candidates that come through the door. That process is then repeatable, goes out to prospects, goes out to current clients, and drives that business, whether it's new or repeatable business. But we need to have a plan. And if you need help with that plan, we would love to work with you. We'd love to chat with you on what we might be able to do to assist you and getting those most placeable candidates out on assignment by the weekend. Matt, let's talk recruitment marketing. We had a consulting class the other day as a team where we all sat down and we thought about a topic here and we wanted to bring it to the show. We had a client reach out to us and said, you know what? Applications are down and frankly, I don't know why and I don't know what to do about it. Super open-ended question. So team Haley got together and we started thinking through it. Matt, when you hear something like, hey, applications are down. Where do you go from there? Because that is a super, super open-ended sure. question and a super open-ended concern. It sure is. I think we start with the trust but verify. Let's make sure applications are down because, yeah, back to the journalism kind of world, um, I think. But trust but verify, 
we got to look to make sure they are down and check with the team and say, you know, what are expectations, you know, or look at the data on our end. You know, we've received that question before. Oh, applications are awful this month. You know, what's going on? And then we could look into it and see maybe it's just one job or maybe it's one recruiter and it's not the 90% of the rest of the team that's doing well or, or seeing normal results. So I think you want to look into the data to see what's actually going on. And then if there is a problem, let's let's figure this out and say, you know, applications are down. Why? Why aren't we getting applications? If the tech all works out, make sure everything's functioning, right? The car can start. Then what can we look under the hood and see what's going on? And I think you start at the title, you start at the pay rate to make sure the job's okay. If we're, you know, we're trying to to sell a, a really difficult job, we're, we're handicapping ourselves in that. So I think that's a good place to start is that what we're trying to offer is good. Yeah, full, full agree. We need to trust but verify. When someone says applications are down or leads are down or contact form submissions are down or whatever it might be, why do you feel that way? Well, we're not getting emails about them anymore. Okay, well, is the form working? Are email notifications working? What, what, what was happening before in June that isn't working in July? Let's check the tech. Let's check to make sure things are working. I had, and I know I use this example a lot on the show, Matt. I remember a client reaching out a couple of years ago saying that the website wasn't working because they weren't getting any sales leads anymore. Come to find out the contact form was routing to a team member who was no longer a part of their team. So the contact form had hundreds of contact form submissions. They just weren't going to a live inbox. So in the eyes of that client, yeah, the website wasn't working. And frankly, it wasn't. You know, They weren't able to convert those leads. But people were certainly reaching out. It's just the tech behind the scenes was faulty. So when you hear applications are down, I fully support Matt. We need to verify why. We need to look into, are they really down? Or are your triggers and your warnings off? Once we understand that, okay, yeah, there is a there is a decrease here. There is something going on. We need to look into why. What changed? What were you doing this time last month or this time last quarter that you're not doing now? Is it strictly because of the labor market? Is it because of what's going on in your local market? Are there are there changes that are sort of outside of your control? Or are you doing something less? Are you spending less on job boards? Are you spending less on driving candidate traffic? Are you Did you change something? Did you do something differently? If we can identify that, okay, great. Here's why your applications are down. If we can't, Matt, we almost need to just continue to peel back the layers to get to the root cause. And, and, you know, much like a medical procedure, right? You might have pain somewhere in your body that's resulting from an issue somewhere else that you don't even know about, right? I, I, you know, thinking through working out quite a bit, you can have pain in your shoulder that impacts other things. And it just is what it is. You have to get all the way back to what did I actually do and what happened here? So Matt, get us out of this one, man. When you hear applications are down, what you gotta first understand if Mm -hmm. that's true. And then evaluate, right? Yeah, I think we, we make sure, you know, what's different. Brad did a great job illustrating that, you know, the form's going the wrong way or is the form broken or, okay, everything the text, right? And then go into the marketing game plan. I think the first instinct can't be just to jump the tactics. It needs to make sure, you know, what's not working. You know, take us back. Make sure it is, everything's all set up, right? Um, and then understand what expectations are. And once, you know, all of that is in line, then we can jump into tactics. Are you on the right job board? Is your budget enough? Is the title correct? Is the pay right? Are you on social? Are you looking at your database? There's a huge list of tactics that everybody knows about, but I think that's the first thing to do because a lot of times we can jump to conclusions and we just want to avoid that um, with our with our day-to-day analysis of, of data and, 
when we hear stories anecdotally, let's let's trust but verify, but then also, you know, make sure everything's working right and then dig in deeper to all of that information to see what's what's causing it and get back to the root cause. Matt, episode 97, man. We're inching, inching closer to 100, which was always the goal. And we set out to, to start Insights. The goal was 100 episodes and committing to 100 episodes. So if you're new to the show, we encourage you to go back and listen to the others. If you've been with us for 97 episodes, hey, 100's on its way. Like I said, that was always the goal, and we are inching closer to getting to episode 100. Matt, we got through that one, man. The the Instagram segment, I'm, I'm reflecting back on it as I talk. You know, we got a little winded, got a little lost, but we we righted the ship, and we got there. Thinking through Instagram, where that's headed, what changes we can anticipate, and what we can do about it. We started thinking about how we can place the perfect candidate. When a perfect candidate walks through your door, what are you going to do? How are you going to get them to a client, to a prospect within 24 hours? Or they're going to go somewhere else. We talked about what to do when applications are down. Perception is everything. Are they really down or is something going on? How can we identify that? How can we find that trigger? How can we find that warning? And how can we make sure that if applications are down, we're doing everything that we can to make them go back up? That's our show. Thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us, you can tweet us at Haley Marketing. Let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. My podcast partner, Matt Lozar. This is Brad Biley. See you next time.